If you're suffering from eczema, psoriasis, vitiligo, or rosacea, this podcast is for you. Join me as I explore and share the teachings of Anthony William, medical medium. This is the You Can Heal Your Skin podcast, and trust me, you can do just that. You can heal your skin. I have healed the psoriasis that I struggled with for most of my life, and if my skin can clear up, so can yours. It's all about understanding why we are sick and what we can do to start healing. My name is Sandra Svensson, and I'm so happy to have you here. Hello, and welcome to another episode of You Can Heal Your Skin. In today's episode, we're going to dive deep into the liver, because the liver is the most important organ to focus on if you want to heal your skin. The truth is that most of us have a pretty abusive relationship with our livers, where we are the abusers. But if we turn this relationship around and we start appreciating and loving our livers, that's when magic can happen. That's when your skin will transform. All right, so let's start by looking at how the liver works and what the liver does for you. The liver is one of those organs who are kind of out of sight and out of mind. It's kind of a mystery organ. And it's like if we can't feel the liver the way we can feel the heartbeat, then it can't be working that hard, can it? Is it even really there? What does it really do? Like if we can't see it or feel it struggling, there mustn't be a problem, right? Well, not really. The truth is that your liver is the best friend you've ever had. Ever. It performs over 2,000 critical functions that are undiscovered by medical research and science. It works hard for you day and night. It prepares ahead when it knows you need extra support, and it's there to clean up the mess after your mistakes. It's a warehouse, a filter, a processing center, a garbage service, and a whole lot more. It protects you and it defends you from every possible angle. Your liver is the reason, after everything you've been through in life, that you're still alive. It's all because of your liver. Now, we already have so much to worry about in our lives, like keeping our family safe and healthy, performing well at work, staying fit, avoiding depression, heart disease and early aging, inheriting a polluted earth, wildlife going extinct, and so on, the list can go on and on and on. We have enough to worry about in our lives. Why should we add more to the list? Why burden ourselves with an extra concern? Why should we worry about our livers? Wouldn't it be better if we just calmed down, simplified our lives, and learned to say no, and focused on relaxation instead? No. I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things, but... The thing is that our livers are in trouble, deep trouble, and we need to take better care of them. And this goes for everybody, not just people suffering from chronic skin conditions. Our livers are struggling badly. Discovering the power of your liver and the power of caring for your liver will change everything. It's a game changer. And if you focus on looking after your liver, it will help with all other issues in your body. Your liver plays such a vital part to your health. Taking care of your liver also means caring for your heart, brain, immune system, skin, and gut. 
It's about sleeping well, balancing blood sugar, lowering blood pressure, losing weight, and looking and feeling younger. It's about having a clear mind and feeling happy and peaceful. The liver is key to mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. Let's say that again. The liver is key to mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. You could actually say that our livers are endangered. Our environments are filthy with toxins we're exposed to every day. In fact, our bodies are struggling more than Mother Earth is. And we all know that Mother Earth is struggling. We all have liver issues. It is more common to have a compromised liver than to not have one. Medical Medium says that if you were to walk into a crowd of a thousand people, 900 of them would have liver issues, without being aware of it though. It's not an overstatement to say that if every person walking around on this planet right now had a healthy liver, the world would be a different place. Illness would not have the hold it does on the population. Anger, rage, greed, and violence wouldn't fill the news. Fear wouldn't define this modern age. That's how important the health of the liver is. Which is why our livers matter. We just can't ignore our livers anymore. The time has come to bring our focus to our livers and start showing it some love. Your liver is an incredibly hard worker. It performs thousands of functions for you, and we will go through the most critical ones in this episode, and they are processing fat and protecting the pancreas, glucose and glycogen storage, vitamin and mineral storage, disarming and detaining harmful materials, screening and filtering blood, and guarding you with its own personalized immune system. Your liver actually fights for you all the time and is constantly doing everything it can to protect your other organs. In fact, it's probably in battle for you right now. Right now, as you listen to this podcast, it's up against poisons, viruses, bacteria, radiation, toxic heavy metals, DDT, unhealthy food, you name it. Now, these struggles, these fights, they show up as symptoms and conditions, such as eczema, psoriasis, vitiligo, or rosacea. So what we need to do is to try to understand these signals. What does it really mean? I go into the true root cause of these skin condition in episode one of this podcast. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, please go and do so. It's crucial information. You need to understand this to be able to heal your skin. And when you start to understand everything that the liver does for you, when you become your own liver expert, life changes. Life becomes bright and shiny. It's not only the relief of feeling like you're in control again and that you're rediscovering your ability to heal. It's also because your liver is intimately tied to your emotional well-being. So getting in touch with your liver is how you get in touch with who you are on a soul level. If you want a life full of wonder, magic and happiness, a harmonious liver is the key to that. And since your liver is your best friend ever, there's a back and forth there, just as it is with your other friends. So how you feel affects that friend, and how that friend feels affects you. The best thing you can do is work with that friend, not against it. And if you sometimes feel frustrated, exhausted and alone, 
please remember that your liver is always on your side. It's the most loyal companion you could ever imagine. It's basically just working its ass off for you, patiently, waiting for the moment when you see its true value. I think now might be the time. Yeah, I think the time is here for you to finally open your eyes to your most loyal friend. It's time to learn more about the liver. It's time to rescue your liver so your liver can rescue you. So let's have a closer look at number one, processing fat and protecting the pancreas. Your liver is a processing center for basically everything that comes into your body, and processing fat is one of its main jobs. Whenever you eat fat, your liver releases bile to break it down and deliver that fat to your body as an energy source. It's important to be aware of the fact that when bile rises, it helps you in the moment, though it's not what you want to have happen repeatedly in the long run. Why? Because this will make your liver weak. Your diet should not be composed of more than 15% fat, and it's best if those are from healthy sources such as avocados, nuts, seeds, olives, coconut meat, coconut milk, and so on. But it's not all about good versus bad fat. Levels of fat matter too, and what time of day you consume them matters too. I love this example by Medical Medium, and this is how it goes. How would you feel if, after waking up in the morning, taking time to get washed up and dressed nicely for the day, you walked into the kitchen and a bucket of oil spilled all over you? Your hair, your face, your clothes, everything is drenched. You'd have to stop everything, go back upstairs, take another shower, change your outfit, and only then would you be ready to face the day again. Then say you went to work at noon and someone threw another bucket of oil at you. You'd have to go home and get cleaned up, starting from the beginning for the third time that day. Then, how would you feel if in the evening, just as you were sitting down to a nice dinner, you got another bucket of oil all over you? You'd have to stop what you were doing and go back to the shower and scrub the mess away. That wouldn't be a fun day. It would be awful. You'd spend more than half of it cleaning up the mess. And by the time night came, you'd be overworked, overstressed, and irritable. This is the reality for your liver when every meal is filled with excess fats. A fried, greasy breakfast, followed by a lunch salad, filled with high oil dressing, and then a dinner of roast chicken, pizza, or grilled cheese. It gives your liver a lot to do. And it doesn't matter if the fat is conventional or organic, or from a wild source. The only result is a liver that's going to be overburdened. If you eat a diet that's high in fat, it will take time and energy away from the liver performing its other duties and doing other jobs. And this happens over and over and over, year after year after year. Poor liver. But why is it so important to process all this fat in the first place? Why does your liver put itself through this? Your liver actually performs this function even when it takes nearly all of its reserves, all of its energy, and all of its vitality, because it has a higher goal, and that goal is saving your life. The more radical fats we consume, and that is when the majority of a food's calories are derived from fat, the more radical fats we have in our bloodstream means less oxygen in our blood. 
as soon as the liver senses those lower levels of oxygen, it goes into bile production to break down those fats and thin out the blood. The reason for this is because oxygen feeds your brain and your heart. And without oxygen, these organs can't perform as well as they should. In other words, if you were to jump on a trend like keto or another similar high-protein diet, without realizing, you would automatically starve your brain and your heart of oxygen. Because almost every high-protein diet is also high in fat. It doesn't matter how much you exercise, you would starve your brain and your heart of oxygen, while also straining your liver at the same time. Another major reason why your liver is committed to processing the fat is to protect your pancreas. Your liver is a hard and dependable worker. Your liver is tough. But that's not the case with the pancreas. The pancreas is like a delicate little flower, and one of its functions is to produce its vital nectar, the hormone insulin, in order to regulate your blood sugar. And your liver tries to protect the body from excess fat because otherwise the pancreas has to step in and the pancreas is forced to produce more and more insulin. And with time, the pancreas will become unstable in its insulin production and might eventually lose the ability to produce insulin at all. And without insulin, we end up with diabetes. So your liver is working hard to break down these fats so that you won't end up with diabetes down the road. And if we look at a standard diet, I think we can agree that there's an abundance of radical fats there. This will overwhelm the liver, and the liver will then distribute some of that fat to the lymphatic system. It's just too much for the liver to handle on its own. It's just too much. And this protection mechanism is great for the brain, for the heart, and for the pancreas. But it has its own downfalls. When you have fats pumping through the lymphatic system, the immune system gets weaker. This means that white killer cells can't battle viruses, bacteria, and toxins as well as it needs to inside the lymphatic system. It's not the liver's or the lymphatic system's fault. It's all because of the amount of radical fats that we consume. It's all because of the fats that we eat. So it's never the natural healthy sugars and carbohydrates that are the problem. They're great for you. It is the excess fat that is the major issue. And if you were to lower your fat intake, you would do yourself and your liver a massive favor. All right, let's continue with number two, glucose and glycogen storage. Liver glucose storage is a huge piece of protecting us from conditions such as diabetes. Let's say, for example, that you're having a busy day and you don't get the chance to eat for five or six hours. All that time, the sugar you got from your last meal is slowly disappearing. What happens then is that your liver, if it's in good condition, will release stores of glucose to save you. So it's taking precious sugar from a smoothie or a baked sweet potato you had last week, and it's giving it back to you so your blood sugar doesn't dip too low and so that you don't have a pancreas and adrenal crash. Your liver stores most glucose as glycogen in small pockets around the outside of the liver, and when it's needed, the liver breaks down glycogen back into glucose by using stored water molecules combined with a chemical compound it produces. It then releases the glucose into the bloodstream. 
The liver also stores some readily available glucose that's not stored as glycogen so that it can be released even faster. Now, blood sugar is how we function. Our bodies depend on it. When blood sugar drops, we get lightheaded, we get irritable, we find it harder to concentrate or to get anything done. And blood sugar drops would happen all the time if the liver didn't release glucose and glycogen from its reserves. But you need to be aware that your liver is only capable of doing this if it's in top condition. And as I said before, almost everyone's liver is not doing so well. So what happens then? The adrenals will have to pump out adrenaline and cortisol to fill in for glucose when it's not available. But you don't want to be relying on your adrenals for this to function, because these glands are already overworked in our stressful lives. I talked about this in the last episode, adrenaline and how it negatively affects your skin healing. And glucose isn't just for keeping your blood sugar under control though. Your liver itself needs it too. Our livers live on oxygen, water, glucose and mineral salts, where glucose, which basically is sugar, is the real fuel. So a lot of nutritionists and experts talk about proteins and fats and they want us to stay away from sugar as much as possible. Here's the truth. Our first food, breast milk, has a high ratio of sugars because the child will thrive on glucose. It's glucose that builds muscle in a child and allows for the development of organs such as the brain, the liver, and especially the heart. And as we grow up, that need for glucose doesn't go away. We don't change in that way. This glucose is always critical for our well-being. Without glucose, we can't cope with any pressure or stress. We need it for strong muscles, a healthy brain, and a healthy heart. And it's crucial for supporting the liver. Does that mean that all sugars are beneficial? No. Sweeteners such as white processed sugar and high fructose corn syrup, which aren't attached to nutrients, are not good for your health. What you want is natural sugars from whole foods, like those you find in fruits, coconut water, raw honey, sweet potatoes, and the sugars you get from digestion of good carbohydrates, like squash and potatoes. These are amazing for you. And when you eat a fruit, the nutrients in that fruit are bonded to sugar. And this is very important because the liver needs nutrients that are surrounded by sugar because sugar helps it do its job. So sugar is how nutrients travel through the bloodstream and enter into organs. Without sugar, a nutrient can't drive itself to where it needs to go. So sugar is the engine. And if you're on a diet with no sugar, like no carbohydrates, then your liver will starve slowly and you'll age rapidly over time. If you do eat carbohydrates and they're always accompanied by fat, the liver will never get restored as the fat is always blocking the glucose. But with a diet full of bioavailable glucose, your liver will build itself up. It will give you energy, it will slow down the aging process and also help shield you from disease. Cool, right? All right, let's move on to number three, vitamin and mineral storage. When a doctor tells you that you have deficiencies in certain vitamins and minerals, what he or she should really be saying is, your liver has some problems. Your liver is meant to store vitamins and minerals, 
So if you're not getting enough of a certain nutrient for a while, your body can just access it in your reserves in your liver. And if you're running low on a certain nutrient, it means that your liver has covered for you for quite a while, and now the reserves are running low. The liver's ability to store nutrients is amazing, and it's organized in a complicated structure. The liver is actually a lot more intelligent than we give it credit for. The liver mostly stores nutrients that the stomach and intestines have converted during digestion into forms that your body can use. Then they must be converted again, this time by the liver. After that, the nutrients are ready for the liver to release them into the bloodstream so they can be delivered to organs and tissue throughout your body. Normally, the liver holds on to the nutrients it gets from the gut and then redistributes them as needed. Sometimes, though, the gut is in distress with scarred intestinal linings that are damaged by strep or low hydrochloric acid causing bad acids to rise up and create acid reflux or intestinal inflammation from viruses being fed troublemaker foods. In this case, the gut is not capable of absorbing, altering, and delivering nutrients to the liver. Your liver then kicks in to save the day by overusing its own conversion method, which is methylation. In other words, your liver takes over the job that the intestinal tract can't do anymore in order to keep you feeling vital and healthy. Your liver will overcompensate so much that you won't be aware of your gut issue. But when the liver is pushed too far and it becomes stagnant, sluggish and weak, that's when the digestive issues will reveal themselves. And this is when you'll be aware of your nutrient deficiency. Only when your liver is overburdened will you know. Another issue with this is that a stagnant liver can get so clogged up with toxins that it starts to leak them back into the body, which weakens the digestive tract even further, and it becomes a vicious cycle. Basically, this is a storage issue, because the more the liver's storage facilities are filled with toxins that the liver has collected to save you, the less room there is in there for vitamins and minerals. The liver has to decide. Should it store the poisons, or should it let the poisons out into the body in order to store the nutrients? In this situation, the poisons always win. It's a critical life-saving function of your liver. And this is why taking care of our livers is so important. If we're helping our livers to cleanse out all the toxins, poisons and pathogens from the liver, and also protect the liver from new toxins, poisons and pathogens coming in, then the liver will have the room and the space to help us efficiently. The liver will get everything it needs, which also means that we will get everything we need. Cool. Let's have a look at number four, disarming and detaining harmful materials. Your liver has been rescuing you since the day you were born. Harmful substances, such as synthetic pesticides and herbicides, pathogens, mold, plastics, toxic heavy metals, radiation, and so on, all have an ionic charge that is destructive to the cells in our bodies. And as they float around in our bloodstream or lymph fluid, they create a lot of destruction. They float towards the liver with this ionic charge, but a healthy liver can discharge that charge. The liver can neutralize these harmful materials so they can't continue with the destruction. 
Are you with me? The liver also releases an amazing chemical compound into the bloodstream to disarm this ionic charge when they're still roaming around in your body. This is an extraordinary job that the liver can do if it's healthy. If your liver is struggling, it will only be able to release small amounts of this undiscovered disarming chemical compound, which means that the toxins can escape and create chaos in the body. If your liver is too overburdened to disarm them, this is where it will instead stow away the toxins in its storage facility in order to protect you. So the first line of defense is to disarm the toxins and get them out of your body. And if the liver is too tired and overburdened to be able to do this, then it will store it instead. This is all in the name of protecting you, because if these harmful substances were free-floating, they could end up in the brain and the heart, where they could do some serious damage and shorten your lifespan. So the liver takes the hit instead. Again, patiently waiting day by day, year by year, for the chance that you will support it and that you will aid it with some cleansing or detoxing. These two levels of protection, disarmament and detainment, don't always last forever. On average, when a woman is 38 and a man is 48, these abilities start to diminish. And this is when we see symptoms such as hot flashes and weight gain, symptoms that often get mistaken for menopause or aging. This is not because the liver naturally loses power midway through a person's life. No. It's because of all the things that we're up against. All the pathogens, pollutants, poisons, unhealthy diets that overburden our livers over time. And also because these livers never get the opportunity to cleanse or detox. These symptoms are basically the liver saying, look, I've taken care of you for decades. I can't keep going at this rate. I just can't keep up anymore. I'm exhausted. And at this point in human history, because of the toxins we inherit at conception and in utero, we don't actually come into this world with livers working at 100%. We just don't. And then there's everything we're exposed to every day for decades. So nowadays, it's common to have a liver that is only working at 60% of its capacity by the time we've reached 40. How about that? Doesn't that make you want to care for your liver just a little bit more? I really hope it does. So let's move on to number five, screening and filtering blood. Your liver is one of your busiest organs with a highway of blood running through it. This blood is rich with nutrients, but also filled with medicines you might take, alcohol you might drink, toxic heavy metals and chemicals you come in contact with, excess adrenaline you might constantly be up against, as well as various hormones and so on. Now, your liver must separate the bad from the good, all while trying to maintain the proper oxygen balance. So it's crucial that the liver is able to separate the bad from the good, because after it leaves the liver, blood moves to the heart. And the blood that reaches the heart is meant to be clean. And it is if your liver is in good condition. But when your liver gets sluggish and weak, when your liver is struggling, it won't be able to process all the unproductive materials running through it, which means that more toxic matter will be in the bloodstream. 
which in turn causes the heart to have to pump harder to pull that blood from the liver. And the result is high blood pressure. So basically, high blood pressure only happens when the liver is compromised. If you have a healthy liver, it will be able to screen and filter the blood without any issues. Imagine if people knew this. It's all because the liver is struggling. All right, let's jump into the last one, number six, the liver's immune system. When we hear the term immune system, we often tend to think of our body's defense against colds and flus. And this is a part of what the immune system does. However, evidence of invaders isn't always as obvious as these symptoms though. So virus and bacteria can attack our organs and glands deep under the surface level. We rely on immune defense more than we know. It's always there, protecting us from diseases that have a much more lasting impact than the common cold. The liver doesn't like viruses and bacteria residing inside of it, so it does everything it can to stop them from entering. And if they still manage to sneak in, it does everything it can to keep them contained as deep within the liver as possible. Then it will send killer cells after the virus or bacteria to try to keep them at bay. And when a virus or bacteria gets out of control and tries to leave the liver, special blood cells are there to destroy it. The liver also brings in white blood cells randomly and periodically to control any viruses living deep in it. This is the liver's immune system, and it's working for you every day. When you were born, your mother's liver sent a message to your liver that it could take care of itself. The knowledge is passed along, liver to liver, that it has to fend for itself. But the truth is, it could really use a helping hand. It weakens and breaks down from lack of support. We can do something about this. We can support it. We can change direction from being sick to recovering. We need our livers and our livers need us. While our livers came into the world knowing that they might have to be in this fight alone, they do cry out for love and appreciation. Just thinking about the liver with love and appreciation can actually help the liver recharge. And if we give it nutrients and nourishment and provide what the liver needs physically, then the liver's immune system can strengthen. And when we combine the spiritual and the physical, our livers can heal and function the way that they're meant to. We can heal our livers. And by healing our livers, we heal our skin. It will happen automatically. How long it takes is different for everyone. As you can understand, it depends on how much toxins, how much virus is in your liver. It depends on just how tired and overburdened and sluggish your liver is. And it can't detox everything in one day, it has to take a little bit day by day by day, and that's why it's so different for everyone how long it takes to heal. But if you heal your liver, you will be guaranteed to heal your skin, 100%. Thank you so much for listening today, I appreciate you so much. Stay tuned, stay positive, and please know that all your liver wants is to protect you, it's your best friend in the world, and if you start treating it like your best friend too, then magic will happen. You can heal your skin, my friend. Talk to you soon.
I'm so happy to have you here. I know what it's like to feel like a prisoner in your own body, to want to crawl out of your own skin every now and then. This information has truly changed my life. I finally feel free in my skin. I finally feel peaceful in my skin. And I want the same for you, my friend. I really do. With this podcast, I hope to be able to inspire you and help you forward in your healing somehow. If you're new to this and you're looking for some guidance to get started, then I've got you covered. I've created a free mini course that is also called You Can Heal Your Skin, where you will learn all the basics. And if you've been on your healing journey for a while and you feel like you're a bit stuck and in need of a helping hand, then please go ahead and check out my coaching program. It's called Skin Healing with Sandra and it runs for three months. During this time, you get six coaching calls with me, one every other week, and you also get continual support in between sessions. So in my coaching program, you'll never feel like you're doing it on your own. I'm right there with you every step of the way. On top of this, you'll get access to over a hundred recipes that are designed to help you transition into a healthier lifestyle that will allow you to finally heal your skin. You can find all the details at my website, sandrasvensson.com, or by clicking the links in the show notes. This podcast and its content are presented for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or prescription. Make sure you consult your doctor if you have a condition that requires medical attention. Please do not ignore medical advice or postpone medical appointments because of something you have heard on the You Can Heal Your Skin podcast.